This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well then, guys, an interesting round 18 team list. We've obviously got a lot of guys being named to be backing up for their respective clubs following Origin, but we'll have to see you know, through the next few days. Obviously, after how Origin goes tomorrow night, and see if they are going to back up. But I'd be positioning your team according to you know a couple of them, at least half of your guys. Uh, if you have your know, sort of four players looking to back up, I'd be sort of you know making note that possibly a couple of them won't make you know their their respective club games. You know, someone like Trevojevic is playing three days, a couple of days after, so I wouldn't expect him to you know to be playing, for example. But you know, you can work that out as you go along. But we'll start with the Titans and the Eels. Not too much to talk about on the Titans side. We do have three guys backing up, um, you know, with Brimson being one of those guys, Fodawaker and also Tino. So, you know, they're all named there. And if they don't back up or if any one of them don't, I'd imagine Peachy would go back into his middle position role. You know, he's got Lasone and, and Jolliffe and these guys to, to play that sort of middle forward role. But, you know, the way the team's set out right now, it's, it's named exactly the same as last week. So will Peachy play that nine role, you know, come on and play the 20 minutes off the bench, or is he going to go back into his normal middle position role? We won't know. Would someone have to ask the coach for us? But if I was a Peachy owner, he's such a valuable centerpiece. You know, if, he, if he's playing his normal role, he's averaging close to 50. And, and that's awesome, especially in a, in a, you know, when most teams have Avrilo at the moment. And there's every chance that he doesn't become, you know, it doesn't maintain his position as one as the clear top center option. So I think holding Peachy for a week or two could be ideal to see if his role changes or if that was just a, a one-off thing because he has been pretty good for their for their squad. So that's that there. If you're if you don't have a feeder in your side, this is the week to target him. He's not playing Origin. It kind of worked out perfect for fantasy coaches where he didn't have to play. Sorry, he gets suspended for the Origin game. And, and doesn't, especially for New South Wales fans too. So he gets suspended for that game and gets to play, you know, full strength for the Titans. So he's a, a clear captaincy option this week for sure. On the other side of the game, we've got guys like Gutho who are still decent options. 
Um, you know, Brown and Moses. Moses is obviously a clear one uh, to pick. We've got Reed Mane coming back as well. So I'd be probably watching him for a week and then maybe look to pick him up. If you're looking to go Braley straight to him, that's completely fine also. Just be worried that he's coming back from a decent injury and, and might not be okay. Um, I imagine he's decent, but you know, he might be an 80-90% rather than 100%. So I don't see them rushing him back, though. That's the only question. If you've got Papali'i or you don't have him, I think he's definitely trade-in. You know, going to play every game from now on. One of the top mids uh, has the dual position in the edge position as well. Awesome pickup. If you've got Madison, I'd be holding steady like I'll be doing myself. So that's that. Just be wary of those origin guys. We move to the Eagles. Our biggest news is going to be Josh Schuster has been named back in the number 12 jersey. We move Carl Lawton back to the bench. So what that means is for coaches, he should be getting some, some big minutes. You know, Not sure if it'll be 80 as Lawton might come on to replace him, but... Yeah, that's something to, to work out. If, if you think that you know, maybe you've got an extra backup center in your team or something like that, I'd be playing Schuster over here, over your backup center, whether it be like I'm, I'm tempted to, if I have 18 plays this week, if Crichton backs up, that I would play Schuster over like a Manu or something like that if he's playing in the center. So yeah, something to think about with, it, with him there, and he's not an urgent sell. Um, with him playing this week, I'd be keeping him in my side unless you've got a big upgrade. If you want to go him to like a Payne Haas or you know, something like that, then that's completely fine. But if not, I'd be holding steady and seeing how he goes this week and making a decision from there. Be wary of Trebojevic, guys. As I said, they're playing on the Friday night, so only a couple of days, so 48 hours after their their game uh, on Wednesday night. So there's a very, very small chance, I think, Trebojevic plays. With the state of you know hamstring injuries, the recurrence rate happens from fatigue and, and overuse. So uh, I'd suggest that he won't be backing up from that one. With the, with the uh, Dragons there, what we see is a few of the guys being suspended only. So you see Alvaro, Dufty, uh, Fuamayano and Vaughan missing out this week. So obviously Vaughan's gone completely, but they're the four. And, and you'll see guys like Bird, if you have him, who will miss out um, over the next few weeks. So probably good that he's back this week with you know a few of the Origin guys going to be missing, but we will, if you own him and you only have the two centers, he will miss the game over the next few weeks. So just be careful with that one. Um, DeBella moves to the 10 roll. You've got Jackson 14, 13. So their team's going to be a bit everywhere at the moment. I, I wouldn't be looking to touch any of these you know, any of these guys other than Ben Hunt. I think he's a clear trade-in target this week, especially you know, seeing, how, seeing how he pulls up from origin. And if he does pull up well, he'll be, you know, he'll be a good trade-in target this week, if not the following weeks from there. And same with DCE as to he, how he uh, pulls up from his games. Garrick goes, moves back to the, the wing guys. And if yeah, Trebojevic doesn't play, he'll move back to that uh, number one role. If you're looking at Tapao, I think there's better options now. He was good for the buy-around option, but not anymore. And Jermaine Tenor-Brown moves over on a one-month loan deal to the Dragons because they're missing out. They're going to be missing so many players. So um, thanks to the Warriors for that one. Keep doing all the good things. Can we mention the, you know, what, uh, what Sean Johnson said in his little tweet and also you know, his reaction to the, that question straight after the game? I just wanted to mention how, how sad it is that yeah, that they that if they want him to, to find out like that um, and not actually get you know told by the club or anything like that to find out straight after the game is a bit sad. But um, I completely agree with what he said in the in the Twitter Twitter post about you know moving the whole you know the whole game all of the games up to over to Queens uh, over to Queensland over to New Zealand for the for the foreseeable future. I think they definitely deserve it. So I just wanted to mention that in this video there. Um, Raiders and Sharks. So we got Savage who plays the number one role. We spoke about this. He's going to get that for the next bit. But as I said, to guys, cash out. We don't actually need to play him this week with everyone you know, coming back for the, or the majority. Unless you're sitting with like five or six Origin players and you need Savage, then um, that's that there. In terms of the rest of their team, we've got Corey Harawiranaira is in there, but 
you know, he, I wouldn't be picking him up at any stage. I'd be holding steady. If you're looking at the Sharks players, Johnson and Trindle's the same, yeah, very much the same team. Raymond Johnson are keepers in this team, like we spoke about the whole time. Um, not too much else changes on that front. Moving along to Cowboys Roosters. Again, we've got the you know Holmes' name to back up, same with Hamiso. Tamalolo being a good option now. I'd probably still be selecting Haas, um, Papali, Crichton, all these guys ahead of him. Um, just keep that in mind. If you're if you're looking at Lolo, we'd still like to see a few more better games out of him. I just you know picked him last week because you know, he he was playing in round seventeen. It was a good little springboard to do that. On the Roosters side, Tedesco's been named, Crichton's been named, which is great if you own them. If they happen to get rested, they obviously get to play on Saturday, which is a, an extra day's rest for them. If they get rested, you'll see Manu go back to one. Uh, Isaac Liu go probably go back to 11. Uh, we actually saw C. Takiaho out of the side completely, which is interesting. I don't know if there's in, an injury to him or anything, but you know, have a look at that if you have him, but I don't think many would at this stage. If you held Sam Walker at this time, I think it's the best time to get rid of him now. Sam Verrills, if you have to play him, you'll probably get another 30 out of him. Um, but yeah, let's hope Crichton plays, for example. Other than that, not too much to talk about with those teams. Moving along to Storm and Knights. And, and this one here is the interesting one. Pappenhausen is not named in number one. Nico Hines is still there, which is great if you own Nico. Uh, we can keep him for another week or two. It sounds like so there's a few complications with, with Papp, and there's no point you know, bringing him back so, so fast when they don't exactly need him. Jerome Hughes, very clear trading target. From this week, also Munster has been really, really good also. So either one of them is going to be great. A um, few questions about Brandon Smith trading him out. There's no Harry Grant anywhere to be seen at the moment. So I'd be you know, sticking strong with Smithy and he's, he's in a very you know, great amount of form at the moment. I'd be sticking strong with him. He's been scoring really well. And a lot of people will probably be targeting him this week. So I wouldn't be doing that. Caelan Ponga, let's see how he backs up from Wednesday night. I, I, I'd say there's a small chance that he plays Saturday night after you know coming back from a, a really long extended injury layoff with his groin to then play on Wednesday night and Saturday night. I don't see it. So I see him as a really valuable pickup in round 19 and you know, may, maybe not being at his best, especially against the Storm team. So I'd be holding off and going him in round 19. Uh, Mitch Pierce has been good. I probably think there's a few guys ahead of him in, in terms of the, the best halfbacks in the game. Connor Watson's been great. I'll be holding on to him, mainly for the fact that, yes, he can score well, but that he's your hooker um, backup. And with the hooking position not being so great at the moment, I'd be I'd be looking to keep him. And you can probably move on Braley. Uh, I don't see him scoring really big against the Storm. I see probably a few missed tackles and maybe a 40-odd score. So I think this is probably the week to move him on if you have that opportunity. Let's slide along to the Warriors and Panthers. It's a very interesting one in this is we see Tohu Harris and Chad Townsend named on the reserve. So that'll be a two-week return from their respective injuries. You know, grade two, grade three shoulders. I think what we've worked out in here is you can have a really minor hamstring strain and be out for a month. You could have a pretty significant shoulder injury, AC joint injury, all that sort of stuff, um, and be back a lot sooner. I think, you know, from what NRL Physio was saying, there's, you know, obviously majority of them are two to four weeks, and this is the grade two. So, you know, Harris and, and Townsend were grade two slash grade three. So even worse, and, they, and they've named them on the reserve. So I don't imagine they get picked up to play this week, but concerning if you, like myself, traded him out uh, in the last few weeks. So that's that with Tohu on that side of things. If you're holding there with Walsh, awesome. Uh, Rocco Berry did, had a decent score last week. I wouldn't be playing him on a regular basis, especially against the Panthers. If you're holding Roger, I think you can keep him for this week. Uh, he's not going to lose you any cash. Will you play him or not? That's going to be the question. So uh, you think he'd be able to score decently against a Panther side with a, you know, they're both their halves out. 
and also possibility of some of their origin stars out. So keep that in mind. If you're looking at guys in the front, uh, <coughs> in the back, uh, the, sorry, in the forward pack for the Warriors, then Adam Fenwell Blake is probably your man at this stage. I'd, I'd have him just ahead of Lodge. I think he's more of a chance of being a keeper long term. And we see Josh Curran in the 14 jersey. So a little bit annoying if you held on to him. You see him move back to the bench, um, unfortunately, especially with Toe Harris being you know lingering on the on the uh, on the sidelines too. I think Curran's probably a sell. If you haven't done that, so uh, done done that as as of yet. In terms of the Panthers, not too much to talk about. A few guys are gonna be backing off from Origin, so keep an eye out on those guys. But none of them are really too much of a pickup. If you've got Burton, you'd hold steady. Hopefully, he actually does play the six role and gets a fair bit more kicking involved uh, in this one. Moving along to the Broncos and the Tigers, and this one here we got testing you at the number one jersey. I wouldn't be picking him up, guys. Yes, this game might be fairly close. The Broncos and Tigers being the two, you know, a couple of the most average sides in the league at the moment. Um, but I wouldn't be going for Tessie. Yes, he's fairly cheap, but he's not a cash out. He's not going to make you a lot of money, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be trying to select him, you know, too much in this in this one there. Katoni Staggs have been told has a, you know, a a good chance that he's going to be out with a hamstring injury, so he has been named. But just be careful of that one if you're looking to pick up Katoni. I'd be waiting on him at that one. Uh, Tyson Gamble's been scoring really well. Keep him in your side. He's actually going to be a bit of a cash cow at a, at a pretty high price, but you know, he should be making a fair bit of cash uh, and scoring well over this next little period. If Payne Haas comes out of origin pretty well and plays sort of that 40, 50 minute range, I'd, I'd be trying to select him this week, I reckon. I think he's a, a really good, op- it's a really good opportunity at 680K coming off an 80. So he's got a really low break even. I think this is the week to pick him up if he comes out of it unscathed. So they obviously get a little bit extra time to recover as well, being you know Wednesday to Sunday. So Payne Haas will be your man this week. I'll probably look to select him in that one. If you've got Rabadi, you've got, you'll get a de- another decent score out of him. And Kobe Hetherington in the 13 jersey. Um, you know, Flegler's been named to come back from origin also. So a couple of little bits and pieces there. Uh, and on the Tigers one, this one really annoyed me. So they've got Palga uh, in the centres now. And they've moved Dewey back to number six. So it only took this long. Uh, Dewey back to six means he's probably going to score really well this week. And you know, traded him out, obviously, a bunch of weeks ago. Dane Laurie, I think, is a trade out now if you didn't do it last week. But, um, yeah, let's see how Dewey goes with uh, Mbai being moved back to the 17 jersey. Twiles back off the bench. Um, you got McKaylee in the 13, so they'll split that role. If you're holding on to Lucy like myself, then I think you can continue to do so after a pretty good week from him. If you've got Brooks at the moment, I think you can also hold, especially against the uh, the Broncos, and, and work from work on from there. And move on to the last game of the round, guys. The, the, the Bunnies and the Dogs there. Latrell... All the boys have been named to return. Who knows if they'll actually will? I completely doubt it. Against the Bulldogs, there's probably no point, you know, playing all these guys. If you know they got Walker and, and Reynolds to steer the ship around, Walker, Reynolds, Johnson, and Tane Milne seems like a pretty solid foursome uh, there to to beat the beat the Bulldogs. So I wouldn't be too stressed. Um, I wouldn't be looking to pick up a Latrell or anything like that until possibly next week or the week after. Uh, the rest of the guys on this side, not too much to talk about apart from maybe Damian Cook as being a slight option in the next few rounds, and also Murray. If you like that dual position status there with Cam. Uh, on the on the dog side, the only thing to really stress about at the moment is Avrilo and, and Lockie Lewis taking a lot of his kick meters away from him, which I think will continue to happen this week. And especially, you know, against a, a bunny side, I think they're going to be getting beat pretty badly. So um, that's the slight worry with Jake, but I think you can hold on to him for the next little period anyway and work it out from there. Uh, last thing to talk about, guys, is just the Josh Jackson move. So he's actually been moved from 13 to 12 so i'm not sure if this is going to be a permanent thing or if this will change on game day but renew for tony has been moved back into the 13 role um jackson moved to 12 so they weren't happy with obviously stimson in that position so 
Uh, he's been moved back to the bench and Jackson back to 12. So he, he shouldn't score as well in that jersey, guys. So just be wary of that. But I wouldn't be looking to trade him out at all at this stage. So there you go, guys. That's the... Uh, that's the, the run-through of those team lists in round 18. Let me know what the, what they did for you, if any of those are, are good signs. But as I said, the most important thing is just to be watching the late mail before every game and, and, and look out for NRL Physio and, and as I said, any of the late mail going through the next few days and you'll be able to make a good side heading into round 18. Let me know what trades you're going to make, guys, and we'll catch you in the next one. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 